0: Short, uh, so pay attention, can you afford? Uh everyday conversation, decision making, breakdown point of views, of course. He say she
1: says, hey. see how we play. Hey. Real life issues, hit the replay. Okay. Debate in politics, right. what sport you profit with. Today's work news, food for thought. So, so come get up. a plate. Pull up. So ladies
0: and gentlemen, I want to welcome y'all to another episode of the Day Late Dollar Short Podcast. As always, it's your host Martin. What's up, everybody? I'm with my co-host Marlon. What's good, sir? What's up, brother? What's going on? Oh man, another day, another dollar. I guess as they say. There you go. More like 65 cents with inflation, but you know that part. Yep. Say it again. Um, Justin, you know, unfortunately, he is incapacitated today. He'll be periodically joining us. Possibly, we don't know yet. Uh, it, he he's at the whims of his bowels. Be nice. Be nice. Uh, literally. Be see, nice. You funny. Uh, but we do have a special guest today,
2: um, the host with the most. That part, host with the most, uh, entrepreneur, your favorite host and then a new one in New Orleans, Louisiana, give it up for Be Nice. Brother. Uh, welcome to the podcast, brother. Welcome, welcome.
1: Yes. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You guys have me waiting in the body for too damn long. So I appreciate y'all letting me in. I'm ready. I'm excited. Uh, I'm fully sober now. So uh, yeah, let's get it going. Justin, uh, hello, brother. How are you? Marlon, how are you, brother?
2: How are you? I'm doing great, brother. I mean, you know, you were not just waking up from a long evening. So I'm just glad you're alive and well. Yes. Won't he do it?
1: That's yes,
2: Marlin.
0: You know, it is it's, it's, it's today Sunday. It is Sunday. It is Sunday. Yeah. yeah, so he'll do it on Sundays. You know, that's the day the, the he has risen again. Um well, sir, yeah, though we, we apologize for having you in the lobby for so long. We don't normally intend to do that, but we were waiting on Justin. Because he's um, be nice. He's struggling right now. You know, look, he he's under affliction. <laughs> so since it's Sunday, we're gonna Man, say a prayer for his body. He that gets was... healing. And then the whims of there. the <laughs> day. <daycare, laughs> you, know, you know, the good Sunday book diary. says whenever two or more are gathered, he's there. So <laughs> you know, that's 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 the the total amen, part of my amen. for Sunday. Um, amen. amen. So we're praying for healing for him and his family as they go through uh, what we what I call. Uh FBE full body evacuations.
3: That Shout part. out to my brother daughter, Martin. Martin.
1: Yes, sir. Brother Martin, yes. That's which I
0: did not attend because we were poor. We didn't
2: go to Catholic school. I did go to Brother Martin. Thank I you didn't. very much. I mm. did We mm. were poor. Mm.
3: Sorry about
1: that.
2: Yeah.
0: That's life though. Mm. I went to public school, mm. rapping for the Magma. Hey, hello. School. You
2: heard me.
1: I am a public school baby, also. John Nerry High School, no. West Bank.
2: Yeah, it is. We are here. I never graduated. <laughs> Don't do that. But, yeah, uh, be nice, man. Tell folks how you came up in the game of hosting and being the host of the most.
1: Oh, man. To make a very long story short, um, I've been doing this since I was 16 years old, man. Mm -hmm. Uh, Started doing events, different things. Uh, Hosting probably started in about 2009 in Dallas, Texas. Started hosting out there. Came back down here to New Orleans about 2011 or maybe 10, back and forth in 10 officially in an 11 and just kind of took advantage of my resources in nightlife and i always had a knack for public speaking and making people laugh so at first be nice was a comedian uh stand-up comedian and i realized i didn't like that life so it was cool i never got booed but i just didn't like the the feeling of having to write jokes every time it's mm. just something i couldn't do but Hosting and music was always in me. So once I switched my comedy to doing more of the hosting side, it just became easier. It just life became so much better. And me realizing hosting was an actual profession is what I really started taking it seriously when I met Kenny Burns, which is another huge mm-hmm. host who I looked up to at the time. And actually, he was the one who made me realize that hosting can be bigger than what people may think. People may think, oh, you're a hype man, or you are, please don't call me a hype man, because I am not a hype man. Yes, my job is to keep you hype, but that is not my profession. I am much more than that. You know, from hosting, I've gotten brand advertising deals. I've done, I do several weddings. I'm always booked for weddings, uh, trade shows, different events, corporate sponsorships. Uh, The list goes on and on with different things, TV, movies, uh, radio spots, podcasts. You know, hosting goes a long way that people don't really realize. They just think it's a nightclub person who keeps you hype. Nah, mm-hmm. it's a, really an art form and a science behind what I do. And being able to do it for so long successfully is truly a blessing. also.
0: That's that's big. I think, um, especially in college, like I knew a few people that hosted parties and they they became like promoters and event planners and they did all that stuff. And The way you break it down, I never really thought about it like that. I always saw the business side of the other things they did. But when you point it like that, that is because they are successful at being a host. They developed all those other opportunities because, like you said, it's an art form. It's a skill. It's not something that just anybody can walk in and do.
1: Correct. Very, very correct. And a lot of people don't realize, like, you have to be you have to be skilled. Most people will say, look, you just all he's doing is just getting up there and grabbing the mic. No, that's what you're doing. And that's why your outcome is not the same as what my outcome is. You know, I approach every event, every party, every crowd totally different, which had always set me apart from any other host in the city, because I think about what I'm going to do and I think about my crowd. I realize I read my crowd and I can refer, refer back to the DJ and say, hey, look, we need to go in this direction because this group of people is doing that. And we have X amount of birthday people doing this. And we have so many people from out of town. Most of these hosts do not see that. They just come in and just start hosting and hammering, and hammering, hammering on whatever music is being played. Mm. My job is to create this experience that you will, that's unmatched. You know, I have several footage to prove that because I approach everything new. Every event is a blank canvas for me because I need to see what type of crowd I'm getting because you can't DJ the same or host to the same crowd. You can't host for a Bayou Classic crowd as you would for a Essence Fest crowd. It's two different people, wow. two different genres, two different age brackets, two different things. Yes, they might listen to the same type of music, but the way you bring them to that music selection is totally different, totally different. So it's 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 truly an art form that I've been trying to spread that message and show people that. Yeah, you could just book a DJ or any host, but in order to have an event that's memorable and is exciting and people can talk about how much fun they had, not just because the event was packed and it was popping, no, how much fun you had. The experience was immaculate. You have to book the right person who cares about that much of it. I'm one of those people who cares about that much of it. There's a few of my DJ friends who also care about your event like that. Most people just don't.
3: Yeah, they do it for it's pictures and
1: money. Grade. Yeah, they when I first started, man, I used to host for free. I hosted for free just because I knew I was going to kill your event. I hosted for free for about a good solid two months, and to the point where it was like, man, I need you to come back every week. And I was like, bet. I was just happy to get the gig. Mm-hmm. And it was like, what you charging? No lie, my first gig, I char- I was charging fifty dollars a week because in my mind, I'm just trying to build my resume up. So they could see that, yo, this, you know, this kid can do this thing. And mm-hmm. I was getting $50 every week. <laughs> having me a shit behind it, too. Didn't realize I was already killing my, uh, <laughs> killing my value and worth early on. But I, like I say, I, I love that part of it because it's, it's a stepping stone. Right. Because you go through so many journeys with that. And then being that we are in New Orleans is one of the, we are the, the weakest event city, period. Like, I don't care what anybody says, we, we are slow and behind on events. It took till now in 2022 and 2023 for us to really come out of that, that boring shell of events to where we have great nightlife events. But we were a slow city when it comes to events. We wasn't doing those heavy celebrities and different things like that because New Orleans is not built like that. New Orleans is a, is a I'm a party with us type place. Yeah We don't take kindly to a lot of different celebrities coming down. Like if you go to LA, they might do a party with, with Diddy son, but Diddy son party won't pop here. Right? Right. It wouldn't, it wouldn't go together, you know? So we are a hard city to do celebrities for. And we only mess with a few celebrities, which is the Jeezy's, the Monica's, uh, the Keisha Coles, K. Michelle's, mm. you know, a few of those artists, the Rick Ross, they come out here a lot because those are who we take to. Yeah. So anything outside of that, you know, it takes real bravery to bring different artists or different personalities down here and make those events pop. So when people are hiring me to go with these celebrities, it's my job to make this make sure this event is elevated to the highest point because of that.
3: Yeah.
0: So would you say that and when you make the point that New Orleans don't really rock with a lot of celebrities, is that because we look at celebrities like you people, too? Like you put on your pants the same way I put on my pants. It don't matter if your pants cost $1,000 more than mine. I I feel like a lot of people in New Orleans have that attitude as famous people.
1: They do, uh, especially Instagram models. They definitely have that with Instagram models or TV personalities. They definitely do. And it's just that for the longest time, New Orleans wasn't getting respect for their own artists. So it's like, you know, we kind of just stuck to us. You yeah. know, or if it's not the, the Jeezys or, you know, the Rick Rosses. But mostly we just stuck to us because of that. You know, we wasn't, Bounce wasn't on the map like that mm-hmm. as it should have been. And then we had mainstream artists using our samples and sounds on their songs and, and not their, their mainstream credit. songs and not giving credit. New Orleans has always been in the forefront of music. God. And the bad part about us is the fact that we stay so local. We love New Orleans so we don't take the time to branch out and get our music heard and put out there like we needed to be. So that's a whole nother story, but that's how, that's how it is with celebrities in New Orleans.
2: Yeah. Okay. But I want to know, man, just, you know, COVID hit everybody pretty hard, um, some more than others. How did it affect you more than anything, you being a host? Like, how did that affect you personally and financially?
1: Personally, um, you just have to figure out what's next. And being that, you know, I was in the forefront of hosting and things like that, that a lot of the things pretty much came to a stop. It had it made me focus on me as a business after that. Mm -hmm. So me as a business, I had to go and focus on my other skills, which was marketing. So marketing was the way for me to find a, a new navigation or a new way out. So I started doing entertainment things with the city, getting different city contracts through marketing, um, and just kind of build my way through there and made connections and networking, um, using so many different factors and resources of Be Nice as a host and applying that to Billy as a businessman. So a lot of those things kind of set up, and I didn't realize it set up me for success in other areas because the connections that I made in nightlife that name still carried over into the business world. Right. Whether they see me personally or met me, they heard of Be Nice. And that was one of my goals was to make my name a household name, even if you've never met me. And I did a great job of that. So it kind of opened up a lot of doors for me to get city contracts and for them to trust me to do different marketing things with them. So from there, I just started a marketing company behind that. And I used to use my marketing company as the the brand advertising company for be nice so created two separate entities behind one person and i used that to kind of push me on that factor so even if i was booking things i sent everything to my marketing page anybody who called for anything go through that page even if i know you personally i would just say hey look contact my management team you know i'm not doing my bookings no more but it's a way and it's a trade secret but this is a way that you can charge more and get the right amount of price that you want versus you having to tell your friend oh man you I look out for you hey look man I rock with you but I'm not handling my bookings go through the marketing page they'll uh they'll get you straight I'll tell me my people whatever and you just now you can charge what you really want to charge without jeopardizing your friendship or relationship with that person
2: yeah because uh I definitely know that uh, our mayor took a lot of heat throughout the whole entire COVID process. So of course, you know, she had this whole recall situation happen to her and you know, that whole situation just, you know, kind of fell the wayside. <laughs> you know, the <laughs> being, you know, Disney characters and whatnot. So what was your whole uh, take on everything that happened to the, the whole recall situation?
1: Man, I knew there was something fishy behind it from the jump, um, but I thought it was hilarious. And I was like, boy, one thing about New Orleans, bro, we will do some funny stuff. When, we, will, we will do some funny stuff if we ain't really connected with something. Like, I remember them doing uh, a recall post, and they wanted everybody to come out here, They was giving away uh, crawfish if you, sign, if you sign the recall list. And then when I saw the names, I was like, bro. We would do anything for some free crawfish <laughs> no. We would write down any name, any name, any address you want. Yeah, yeah, sure. I'll sign it. All I gotta do is sign right here, right? Okay, cool. Uh that's that's the line for crawfish. All right, let me get that. I laugh so hard, bro. Looney Tune Wait, like how did you not see that? <laughs> like,
2: <You're not laughs> you know how could you that? Beauty, you know, Prince Charming, right? Strike. Just Look, like, man.
1: <laughs> somebody signed
2: Princess Tiana.
1: Fresh I was stone. like, how you gonna get man.
0: Tiana involved? Tiana from the city, you heard
1: Like, come on, now. Yeah. It was, <laughs> the it the was, Scooby-Doo it was... one took me out.
0: Hey, yeah. yeah. Dude
1: had Mr. Scooby-Doo on there.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: You know, and at <laughs> some point,
0: like, just culturally speaking, that's like a, to me, I was like, that's, how, how can you even do that? Because you you supposedly have it headed by these two people from the city, right? We know the money was all not us, of course. So you know they got these, they got the the people that were the faces of the recall. You know they're they're looking like idiots. They they dancing and shucking and jiving all in front of oh, City Hall and doing all this, and it's like at no point did you think that this was going to work out this way at
1: the end of the day? I knew it wasn't going to work out at all because even when I'm doing some of the city events and I happen to just be in the same space uh, with the mayor, I've seen people of both colors. and both, Like I've seen people realistically walk up to her, hey, can I take a picture? Hey, and I'm like, man, you would think with all of these quote-unquote signatures is happening, but I still sure see a lot of people that's embracing her I see a lot of people embracing her. So I knew it wasn't going to work. Like, I just, I knew it. When you look at how many signatures they had to get in, what's a period of time, and what threw me for a loop is when they had close to no signatures, and then they all of a sudden had a dump of signatures. They had a bunch of them. And then towards the end, they were nowhere near their number. Then they had their number. I'm like, oh, come on now. Like, this this doesn't even... Yeah, it just, it it didn't make sense. You went from... From ten thousand signatures to forty thousand overnight, like yeah. nah, it, it don't make sense. I, I mean, knew it
0: wasn't right. I would see the the locations where they were more or less soliciting signatures. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they they had one uptown, right on Clayborn in Nashville by McMain. They uh, you know, and Ross was too, right on the, on the West Bank on the Joan de Gaulle. Exactly. Yes. Yep, so, sure you did. know, and it's like they were just sitting out there. Like you would have people walk by. And nobody's signing it. You know, people are talking.
1: And they're just spending their time out there. Which is why they started to do the propaganda. You know, they'll go get a free drink uh, when you sign. or Get a plate of crawfish. They had to up their end. Because popular business owners definitely was donating money to their campaign to get them to keep doing stuff. Mm -hmm. There's a lot. There's two big companies in New Orleans that definitely donated $100,000 $100,000 for them to do uh, more things. So, why do you think so you gotta look at that, that as well? Why do you think mm-hmm.
2: these people upon themselves to do this tutorial? Why do they say, you know what, we retire her shenanigans and stuff? Why do you think they went through all of this just to recall or get out of office?
1: People are scared of change. You have to realize our, the mayor is a community, uh, she's a community style mayor. Mm-hmm. And we're we're so used to uh, structured mayors. We're we used to um, manufacturing those people. They focus on one thing: development, development, development. And here we are. We have a new mayor, female, black, who focuses on community. And for people, that rubs them the wrong way. People don't like change. You know, yeah. people don't like things that's that's different or unorthodox. It's not saying that she's a bad mayor or she did things. Um, in a, a, a terrible way she's just community first right. you know you can oh hey look we got this plan we got this development this is and that and she might knock it down but approve something for the community because she's community first yeah. she's just a different type of mayor it's not saying whatever she did was wrong she's just a different type of mayor who approached those things in a different way everything was people first still everything is people first it's like oh well this well look we have to get the community vaccinated. We need community vaccination events. Yeah. Because everything is people first. I actually spearheaded a vaccine event during 2020 with her because it was community first.
0: Yeah. I know that's one thing. And I know I've said this before on the podcast, and I've said it in other conversations I've had. She always struck me as someone who worked towards doing the greatest amount of good for the greatest amount of people when it came to this. mm mm-hmm. If it, could, if it could benefit the community at large, that's, that's where a lot of her efforts and focus always seem to me. So with you saying that, from your perspective, being on the inside and working as those events, that 100 percent makes sense. Yeah, And you know, looking at how money comes through the city but doesn't necessarily stay the the community first aspect would go directly against that, you know?
3: Exactly. And Martin, if I could chime in, um, you know, she started off as a community organizer. <laughs> right. So, you know, that's 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 where her passion is. is it's going to be people first forever. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of unorthodox, you know, in the world of, of, of politics. I mean, of course it's the people's business, but, you know, solely focusing on the people first is, is kind of, you know, something that most people don't see,
1: you know? Yeah. This my two they six. don't. People don't see that. And being around her and doing different things with her team, I realized, oh, yeah, she's 100% community first. Mm-hmm. 100% community. Because even before she was mayor, she was at a lot of community events. There was nothing you, could, you wouldn't see her at if she was invited to be there. Community first.
3: Yeah, she was president. So why bubble.
1: why was she not? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why would she not uh push that agenda when she's mayor?
0: Yep. I mean, and when you say it and you think about when she initially ran for office, that's a lot of the things she ran on. That's 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 who she always was. I and mean, then when you think about it, that's how she built her name. So that hundred percent makes sense.
1: Yep. And people just don't. People don't like change. You know, people don't like things of this nature. It's something that looks different. They're scared of it, you know, so that's what that is. You know, people are just scared of change and how things are done. What they don't realize is more than one way to success. There's more than one road to achieve a goal. So that's something that they need to think about. But we don't, you know. It's much easier just to scrutinize and point fingers and say, hey, this isn't that. It's raining too much on Mondays. The mayor needs to do something about that.
0: Yeah. Well, speaking of scrutiny, um, to segue into that, um, dating <laughs> a lot of scrutiny as of late.
1: The dating pool is
0: trash. I think everybody has an opinion. If you go on like YouTube podcast, Instagram, all of these things, like every, everybody has an opinion on dating us included. Uh, even though Marlon and Justin are happily coupled and have been for some time, yeah, some I'm going time. to the bathroom. Um, that boy said, "I'm running. <laughs> I'm running." <laughs> this topic popped up. You could ripcord. You could pull just, the ripcord, ladies and gentlemen. You could just text that Justin. You because, could not share that.
3: You no, know, I'm just saying. He's he talking about relationship. I don't know nothing about that. I'm happy yeah. to be married. Yeah, I don't You're know, in a
0: relationship though, right? Jesus. He's in yeah, a marriage. We get it. Yeah, yeah.
1: A
2: Marriage is a type it. of relationship. Marriage though. You're in a marriage too. I am a
1: marriage. We need the married okay. perspective. We need the yeah. married, oh, the married
3: perspective. perspective on dating. Nah. Oh shit. Yeah. 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 Oh Lord. Look. Look at the time. <laughs>
1: don't you know, even sound right coming out your mouth, huh? <laughs> <laughs> You want the marriage perspective on dating is what you asked to do, so, right?
0: <laughs> I think it's funny because you see a lot of times you see people say married people shouldn't take advice from their single friends and single friends shouldn't take advice from their married friends. But I think you should because when you hear your single friends complain about the dating pool, it should further inclin- make you inclined to work out things in your marriage. I've heard that several times. Mm-hmm. You know, and vice versa. Like, I'm I've been single now since 2017. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I hate it here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't go back to my ex-wife.
2: Please you don't do say that. Get another you know, heart attack. I don't want
0: that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't. Yeah. But I'm like, because I'm old school. I grew up around people significantly older than me i Mm -hmm. i'm not trying to like and i had those moments where i was talking to a bunch of women when i was younger or things like that but it's like if i'm trying to get serious with somebody i'm about to try to get serious with just one person because that's where i'm gonna put my focus and time to get to know that person correct yeah and if you out here and you got like nine people tell me up front
1: because first and foremost i'm not gonna finance whole behavior
2: so
1: I am a firm believer. I would tell them up front. Listen, baby, you ain't the only one. It takes a village. So how does how does, it how does that
2: work? You said it takes a village. You're not the only one. Like, how do they receive that? I'm just curious.
1: Right, so most of them receive it well because I think it's a lie if you don't. So if you meet someone and they ask you, "Well, how many people are you talking to right now?" Well, I'm talking to two different people besides you. If you say, Oh, I am talking to nobody right now, maybe just you. You're a liar. Yeah. You're a narcissist. <laughs> you're yeah. a liar. Do, do you ever tell lying. them
3: the correct amount? Like you just said two, but it could be five. Do you ever give them flat out the amount of women that you're talking to at one point in time? Never
1: gonna be five because that is too
0: much work. Look, I, I I'm I, just I saying I never commit to specifics. That sounds exhausting. Because it, it's a fluid situation. <laughs> like I don't commit the specifics because it's like and you know? so I have a, um I have a patented a patented script that I use for most women and it's it's don't don't script, read it don't, all of them don't read it keep protect your script brother don't read yeah. it
3: the
0: <laughs> script. Look, I mean you know look just you say know, you know, here's the thing. Maybe, maybe this okay. could help somebody out. I'm gonna put this out into the universe because I'm cool with this being in the universe. I ain't gonna give away. Change all
1: the, the script. Give a couple,
0: a little, so look, a it's straight stuff. up. Look, matter of fact, let me pull up the actual message. Okay, why do that? your thing.
2: So you said the dating pool is trash right now. What trash. makes the dating pool so trash? Is this the women? Now, what you looking for? Or like, why is the dating pool trash right now from your perspective?
1: Social media makes the dating pool trash because people, men and women, because the dating pool is is trash for women as well, um, they utilize social media to put that in their practical life And it creates false narrative for people that you're meeting. Because so when you meet someone, this this guy is going to give this woman a false pretense of who he wants to be or who he thinks she wants him to be. And the same thing for men women will perceive this point of view and utilize that in their real life. And that's not who you are, baby. That's not who you are. So now you come off thinking that you need a person to do this, 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 and this, and all you have to do is be cute. It creates Mm -hmm. terrible dating, terrible dating.
3: So it's not the people. Everybody lying.
1: lying. I mean, it's not the people. It's not the people. Like I'm not saying the women or the men are terrible people. Their mindsets are terrible. <laughs> Their mindsets is terrible.
0: Uh I know Justin said this and I respect him for saying this at one point.
1: Social media ruined it. Yeah. It did. I think we all can agree on that. Yes.
3: Yeah, it ruined it after I got married, so.
1: How's it now for you?
3: Well, social media? I don't, don't get me started. I
1: don't
3: like social media, man. But it's, it's necessary. It's a necessary evil, you know?
2: Especially in this but podcast I and we need, this, we need social media. <laughs> we need it. But uh, how is, like, things with Tinder? Is that a legit thing? Or is it just is a fault? Okay.
1: I don't know what that is.
2: So, look, I'm going to tell you this. So, I've been on
0: Tinder um, for... I got back on... I delete that app so many damn times because it's BS, right? So, Tinder... Look at Tinder, Bumble... Hands, all of them, they all pay to play. So like, the free stuff don't matter. Like, what you got to do is go ahead and pay for that subscription, and then it's gonna boost you up. It's gonna make you more visible. It's gonna give you more likes. It's gonna it it, So like they, it's really, it's really um geared towards
2: paying to play. Mm Hmm. Nah,
1: I just want to text my wife. I love
2: her. <laughs> I, yep. all this shit. I love her. It's ridiculous.
1: That is sad. Is she listening right now? Probably not. <laughs>
2: I'll text her. we will get done. I'll text her. So, look, I'm going to give up a little bit of the game day that day. I use.
0: Um, So, run it down. This is script, right? I'll be honest. Straightforward. Straight for I'm going to set the tone. I'm being honest. I want you to know that. I'm be transparent, right? Yeah i'm not trying to jump into a serious relationship right now because i'm not because you might be crazy you might want to sell my kidney you might just be trying to give me the financial life i'm not gonna do any of that okay um i'm not gonna be disrespectful and i'm not gonna treat you disrespectfully. bam set the tone set the expectation okay i'm not jumping into a serious relationship not gonna be disrespectful i'll be like look i got some personal and professional goals i'm trying to achieve so, I don't. My expectation is you're not going to try to monopolize my time. And in return, I'm not going to try to monopolize yours. It's on the first date. This is like the first conversation. Like, I'm going to let you know what it is. I'm running it down.
3: We got a question now. That's a long ass script.
2: <laughs> hey, That's
0: Look. a long ass script, man. Here's the thing, though. My no, question I'm is terrified. how many women sat through that speech? Say, hey, bro. No, guess what? Guess what? The ones that actually sit through it. I'm still probably having conversations. The ones that's not, you 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 have a short attention span. I can't do that with you. I'm not about to speak <laughs> and deal with somebody. that I gotta have cat like got toys then? and keys. Like I don't need to shake my keys every time I need to get your attention. We're not about to do that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Baby, snap. drop them keys. Hurry that's up
0: for your you uh, Yeah, i would be like, look, I need someone. You know, I, I'm big on communication. Communication is one of my things. If you can't handle like adult communication, it ain't about to work on any level.
2: Mm, that part. So what about just asking your perspective be nice? When you meet a woman mm-hmm. that's at a club, bar, whatever the case may be. Do you offer buy her a drink first to get the conversation going? Like how does it work for you? Shots.
3: Huh? <laughs> you better know it.
2: <laughs> Stop.
1: Stop. 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 You better know it. Stop.
3: Stop. Stop. Shots.
1: I don't give a fuck, I come out the gate. Shots, green tea shots, what are you drinking? It doesn't matter, take these two, let's go. You said green tea shots? Uh, green tea shots, gets the people going.
0: I don't even know what that is. Shots, me, me, you know, I just, am i crazy, I don't know
1: what that is? <laughs> yeah, you. well, I, don't, I forgive you, Martin. <laughs> I forgive you.
0: Like, I don't- But like, you should know. Where do you get you should know tea shots from? Is that everywhere sold? The or bar.
3: <laughs> From oh, the go. bar. <laughs> if I just go up to a bar and be like, I want a green tea shot. They just not it?
1: It's Jameson. It's mixed. It's a mixed drink. It's a mixed shot. It's Jameson, uh, triple sack, uh, simple syrup. Oh, i was gonna say Jameson. He lost me a Jameson.
3: But yeah, so morning is a rock boy. So
1: I drink brown too. Yeah, no,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. No so.
1: Listen, Mart, I'm telling you, go to the bar. Green tee shots, line them up. All
2: right, all right. So look, I'm going go to a bar watch the game, LSU game. I'm going to the bar. Don't
1: get it by yourself. Don't get it by yourself. Don't you go to the bar to watch the <laughs> LSU game and say, "Hey, let me get one green tee shot." I'll be
2: my, You're my wife. Buy your, you your wife a green <laughs> tee shot. Oh, yeah, buy my, my, Okay.
1: Yeah, here's
0: the thing: when you married, you still gotta date your wife.
2: Wait, so this is just make sure I want to say page. So just
0: one game on your wife.
2: Does every <laughs> does every bartender you know what green tea shot is? I'm gonna go to the bar. Hey, no green tea yeah, shot. you would be yes. crazy. Like, uh, what the hell is green
3: tea if shot? They pass uh, bartending school. Okay,
1: just make sure. This this is probably one of the most common okay. shots that women love, and that mm-hmm. are oh, not primitive enough men to drink. They're very, very they're across the board. Okay. Straight yeah. across the board. Men and women can drink it. But you just don't want to go order one for yourself and like I'm out. <laughs> no. But that is a, uh, that's like a that's a group activity. All right. I'll say less. That's, that's just... a group activity. Right.
2: That's right. Green tea shot is in dedicated to LSU game today. Cheers.
1: Yes. Green tea shots, I guarantee you. We took last night, how many shots did I take? I took, I took about, I want to say 16 green tea shots last wait, night. Wait, wait, what?
0: My kid, they just started hurting.
1: Wait, 16? Damn. Yeah, we, we took a lot of shots. We just kept ordering them back to back. Just just kept ordering them back to back.
3: Yes, to just low just keep it back. going. The low just will be- keep it going. Low beer.
1: <laughs> just keep it going. I'm sending y'all over some footage right now that Justin's going to sport to y'all
3: like yeah, I'm looking at it now. Green t
1: shirts. <laughs> oh
3: my God. My Lord Santé hurt. In full effect.
0: So, for, for, for single people out here, your, your advice is just green t shirts.
2: There you go. Get a nice start.
1: <laughs> green t shirts, <laughs> man. T-shirt. That's my advice to you.
0: Be about green that shirt.
1: action. That's my
0: advice. And green t shirts. There you go. So, get your green t shirt. Good Lord, that just sounds like, so I wanted to ask, you're, 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 you're into marketing, you're into business, you do a lot of these things, I'm sure you have a team now, but
1: for a long time you did a lot of it yourself, right? Correct, 100%, because at the time I didn't have the money to afford to pay somebody to do graphics, websites, um, anything, so I went on YouTube and learned. How to, how to do artwork, how to do graphics, how to build websites. And I taught myself how to do that. Into and just doing university. it over the years has, you know, gotten me to the place of where I am now that I could say I'm a professional in this. I'm a pro I'm a pro-web designer, I'm a pro-graphic designer. Yes, I can outsource now, but if I need to make changes to someone on my team's work, I can, and, right. or I can delegate it to them in a way that they understand because now I have the knowledge in it. But nah, man, I am self-taught. I'm still self-taught on a lot of things um, that I may be just discovering or learning how to do and things like that. I just discovered how to make QR codes about three months ago. So I'm always learning more and more uh, with things. Now i slap my QR code on everything, business cards, t-shirts. I might get it tattooed on my hand when I shake your hand. But I <laughs> learn and perfect the skill, I put it everywhere. I put it everywhere.
2: It's on everything. That's dope, man. So one thing we're
0: looking at that that a lot of people are sports related, Lamar Jackson, he's someone that he's doing a lot of it himself. He doesn't have an agent. Mm-hmm. He's he's working to negotiate a deal. He's been franchise tag. with a non-exclusive franchise tag, which was crazy to me. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if you know, and I say this—he's significantly younger than us. You know, he yeah, he is. You know, he's twenty-six. He's twenty-six. I got a decade on him. Um, and when I shut up, when I when I <laughs> my back cracked when I said
1: that.
2: Um, <laughs> it's sad I, that I heard it too. That's a shout out about it. it it's I'm right next to you heard it.
1: It's creepy as we're talking.
2: So, to a green tea shot,
1: man. <laughs> clearly, I
0: mean, you know, green tea is good <laughs> for your health. I just don't think that actually is. So, Lamar is Lamar wants to fully guarantee guaranteeing contract somewhere in the realm of like fifty million a year. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: that's the market nowadays. for quarterbacks. that is the market,
0: especially for a quarterback at his caliber. So yeah. it's been said that he's being blackballed like do you do you think that do you do you see that where it's like you know you have this quarterback he's this level of quarterback he has a non-exclusive franchise tag he doesn't have an agent representing him and then everybody comes out and says oh we're not interested in Lamar Jackson
1: yeah you sure my thing is like, if why shouldn't he get paid? Y'all just gave Deshaun Watson what two hundred and thirty mil? <laughs> guaranteed, guaranteed, yeah, guaranteed. guaranteed.
3: After, after all that shit, I ain't gonna talk about it. But yeah, and
1: there's and there's nothing against Deshaun, but Lamar Jackson is a way better quarterback than Deshaun Watson
3: and better person.
1: Yeah, the human being. and better. <laughs> so, I, I, why shouldn't he get his money? I think, I think he's being I think he's being taught a lesson because what you would know, the lesson B. You know they do that to Black America a lot.
3: Yeah.
1: When we start to free think, they do that a lot to us. Yeah. Stall, all his negotiations are being stalled. NBA would never. <laughs> all his negotiations is being stalled. Make make I just
3: sense. saw a picture of Rosa Parks on the back of a bus, so I understand what you're saying. Yeah.
1: <laughs> So it's like it's like let's go. Why? Why is it being stalled? Because he decides he wanted more money? He decided he wanted to get what he was worth. Oh no, we're not gonna give you what you're worth, we're gonna tell you what you're worth. So they're gonna stall all these negotiations till it's the last minute, and he has no choice to accept whatever offers on the table or not play football.
2: Exactly. I mean.
1: That's that's a NFL, a move, man.
2: It really is. But I do think he'll probably because I, I, I think it's going to Atlanta because Atlanta no, has jacked capital, up. they got the money. Shut I, up. I know you don't like it the Saints fan, but it just it, is, it made like perfect sense. So Atlanta, the 2.0, just it was on turf, like it just it made sense. But
1: mm-hmm. so, know, it, I'm gonna say this. That's a
2: bad form. I really do. After after
0: Sean Payton signed with Denver, we got compensation when Lamar was given a non-exclusive franchise tag, I was very much like Mickey Loomis needs to do whatever accounting fraud he does and figure out a way to make it happen. Because at this point, the way we manage our salary cap clearly has to be some type of money laundering.
2: <laughs> um,
0: there's no way we go from like one of the worst salary cap situations to one of the top 10 that quickly. Mm. Um and you know what I'm entirely okay with it. Keep keep committing fraud, Mickey, whatever you gotta do. Uh but I, I'm sitting here like, look, of all the quarterbacks, we can we're not gonna draft a quarterback at 29. We're the free agents, it's like nobody's out there just like, oh my God, you know, this is the best options we have. If you have an opportunity give Lamar 50 a year. Look, he he probably if you guarantee like 43 and a half, 45, 47 a year, he would probably do it. Give him a 4-year deal, 230, 200 give give him, you know, 10 million more to Deshaun Watson.
3: Can I ask I a question think,
2: though? I think yeah. James is just worried though about his injury history in the past couple of years. I thought it was the biggest problem. So What's what's the
3: uh, what's the current salary cap?
2: Um Current
0: NFL salary cap. Mm-hmm. I know with COVID it went yeah, yeah. down for a bit. Uh when see. I hear when I hear
3: 50 mil, I'm like, all right, we sign him. He'll sell jerseys for us, but we're not competing for a championship.
1: So am I wrong? No. I mean, not wrong.
0: So the current NFL salary cap is $224.8 million.
3: And 50, uh, 50, 50 of that goes towards your quarterback because he Sorry. wants guaranteed money. Yes. So roughly 40% is going
0: to go, not 40, um, 20, 20, 27, 28% of that. So a quarter day of salary cap goes to the quarterback. Yes. Position. I mean, here's the thing, though.
3: Quarterbacks win games, you know. At like defensive, okay, defensive
0: win championships. Yeah, quarterbacks throw touchdowns. Quarterbacks facilitate your offense. Quarter like you see teams who don't have a good quarterback. Like you saying, Justin Fields Mm -hmm. arguably had a decent team. They didn't have a quarterback. Um. You know, there, there's a lot of teams that have really good teams that don't have a quarterback and are legitimately, you know, Atlanta was one quarterback away from a Super Bowl.
2: And Matty Ice. I
0: mean, Matty Ice was good, but Matty Ice wasn't winning a championship because when it came to pressure, he folded.
3: Mm-hmm. I wouldn't put that on him, man. That's the defense.
0: Yeah, but score points.
3: He was up twenty-eight. Score more. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it, what, what you more do? do you want from me?
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, like like Kobe said, rest in peace. You got to be the same beast and a different animal. That part. Kanye said, "What more do you want? More? I mean, look,
3: but I'm the best.
0: Nah, clearly you're not. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes is. Because what did Patrick do? Kept scoring.
3: Uh, yeah, he's a creative player though.
0: Dog, guess what? Be a creative player then. <laughs> He's a creative player. <laughs> I mean, look, you can argue that Lamar's a creative player. Lamar's speed, like, 95. Lamar's agility, like, 89. Lamar accuracy high as hell, too.
3: Yeah. Lamar,
0: right. Lamar was one of the most accurate quarterbacks in the league just a few short years ago with literally nobody's at receiver. Like, they drug up the ghost of Anquan Bolden.
2: <laughs> Son old Deshaun Jackson, bro.
0: Like, who had Deshaun Jackson catching passes? I mean, what do you like? So, you know, here's the thing: Lamar Jackson arguably is a top seven quarterback in the NFL, hands down. Yes, I agree with that, dude. I don't, I don't think there's seven quarterbacks in the NFL that are better than Lamar Jackson. You know, if you no, yeah, you know, not at all, easily. I mean, honestly, Lamar Jackson and my said opinion, that are better? If Lamar Jackson was on the Bills, they would have won a championship. Ooh, was the Bills? If Lamar Jackson had Stephon Diggs and Gabe Davis and, and, and Dawson Knox in the, that offensive line, and that defensive line, and a defense to support him, the Bills would have won a championship. If you put Lamar Jackson on any other team, AFC or NFC that have been in contention – they probably went Lamar Jackson with Tampa Bay. Mike, uh, the, the receivers, Lord, I can't remember the boy's name. What team? Tampa.
2: Oh, Mike Evans, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Chris
0: Godwin. You know, you know, the I don't even remember who they had a the tight end, OJ Howard, maybe whatever. But Leonard Fournette, Rojo, that defense. Yeah, they won another championship. Yeah. Cincinnati. Lamar Jackson with Cincinnati?
2: Oh, they win. Looking at right now, I mean. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they all
1: line shit.
2: <laughs> and they O-line is bad. Lamar is Jackson's still gonna dog. Go.
0: Lamar Jackson right in Miami? Tyreek and Jalen with Lamar?
1: Yeah. I mean,
0: Gaseki? <laughs> Gusaki, <Gusecki>, my dog. <laughs> he in New England. In New England though. I know he in New England, but Goseki's still one of my favorite tight ends. Look, how boy Gusaki, Tyreek, Jalen Wilder with Lamar Jackson—they win a championship.
2: Najim and and dog. Jamar Chase, Duh. Joey,
0: Joe Shice, dog. Joey Joe still the dog. But guess what? Joey ain't running away from nobody like that for real. Lamar smoking everybody. So, what you do is if you are, I mean, Arizona, oh. you take away Kyler Murray's inefficiencies and put Lamar Jackson in Arizona. Oh, so you got Hollywood and D Hop? Okay, great. Sticker. Zach Ertz, too? All right, cool. <laughs> great. Hollywood, Ertz, and D Hop, and then mixing. Smashing everything, you know, short, you know, oh yeah, we're gonna throw the ball 80 yards, we're gonna get two yards in the end zone, not mixing it, but Connor, and we're just gonna keep smashing Connor through the front of the line.
2: So the sad part is that even though all this we saying all this, it seems more than likely that he's going back to Baltimore.
0: Oh, he go, he gonna, yeah, he got he's gonna have to sign the offer. And yeah,
2: he, he unfortunately
0: he's gonna take that 32, 33 million dollars, but he's gonna be a free agent next year. Honestly, I'm they gonna say this. This good. not
2: they can't tag him again next year?
0: They can, but they're gonna have to tag him for like I think it's like 30% more or something.
2: And,
0: and they're not good. gonna be able to do the non-exclusive. Gotcha. But here, here's what I would do. If I'm Minnesota, I'm waiting for Lamar to become a free agent.
3: Mm. And I'm
0: giving him every single sun.
3: You think that man gonna wanna play up there? Absolutely.
0: Y'all, he in the dome. What does it matter? He in Baltimore?
3: Ashy ankles, ashy knees, ashy knuckles. Y'all, that's what it's they... Always call out there. Hey,
0: you. man. If D.I.
1: could do it, he could do it.
0: <laughs> Straight up. Look, I'm sorry. If I'm Minnesota, hey, Lamar. We just gave Kirk Cousins like $30 million a year guaranteed. We'll give you 50 And guess what you get? What was hot? You get Jay Jettas. Oh, for real? And T.J. Hawkinson. Oh, for real, and we're gonna draft like three more receivers. Don't worry, and you get Dalvin Cook and Madison. Oh, for real? yeah, and our defensive nice too.
3: Mm. And guess be, what? You, can you can just
0: switching. Switch you just switching shades of purple. That's all. <laughs> That's all. That's all it is. <laughs> it is purple. Duh. Yeah. I'm sorry. The Vikings with Lamar Jackson. Retarded.
3: Ooh, we can't say that word. You you can't say
0: that word. You cannot say that word. Whatever, whatever. Um, It's it's off the chain. Fine. I know.
2: I cannot say that word. (laughs) So why do you think?
1: Why do you think it's so easy for NBA to get their money versus NFL? Why does the NFL always have such a huge issue? I'll say paying black quarterbacks or black players.
2: The NBA is uh, less players in their roster. They also realize what
0: they bread is butter too. The NBA, how many holdouts have the NBA? How many like season shutdowns has the NBA had? I can't
3: remember. I want to say has been a few. I think oh, the last one was uh, like ten years ago. has been a few
1: out.
0: of them. Yeah, they, they, but they were willing to do it. They they were willing to say, "Nah, we just not gonna play." Like, nah, we good. Like the 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 NBA Player Association is about that action.
1: Yeah, they are. I'll give them that. They they I
0: bought okay, that. we're just not gonna play. We're gonna we gonna, you know, we're gonna have a rec league, and you're gonna have LeBron yeah. and Kevin Durant and Carmelo Anthony and Dwayne Wade show up to Rucker. What
1: man, they had Kobe at the rucker.
0: They had Kobe <laughs> at the rucker, exactly. Exactly.
1: 60 in Drew Leagues, man.
0: That's what I'm saying. So they, they bought that action. That's why. I mean, in, in, in any in any sports league, it's about who's willing to go to extreme measures? The NBA was like, cool, we just not going to play. And until, and and the thing is, until the NFL players are ready to be like, cool, we just not going to play.
1: I think it's too, I think it's too many. Like what, 52-man roster? I think it's too much. It's it's expanded.
0: It's still kind of expanded after COVID. It went up to like 65 at one point.
2: At the uh, practice squad, too. So I mean, it's a lot of players, like one big old pie, you're to divide and, on, on yeah. people. Oh, Basketball is what, 12 they're people? Like, 15 people? Well, yeah. And it, it's easy. Like, and here's the thing, you know,
1: that i play they don't want to play.
0: Right. And it's the thing is, there's such a, a pay gap in the NFL between your average player and your top tier players. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Laramie Tunsil gets $24, $25 million a year. His backup player makes like $3 million a year. Yes, I'll play for 12. Mm-hmm. I'll play for seven. $7 million a year. I'll play 17 games. Cool. You want me to play 19? Because I'll play that too.
2: Right. Like in basketball, so, you have two players can carry a team to a championship. While in football, it takes so many people. It takes it takes much. Right. 11 it take, stars always in the defense. It takes too much. Well, basketball is easier. So. Yeah.
1: And I think NFL players are kind of scared to speak out because of that reason too, though. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Replaceable. Like,
2: we
0: saw what happened with mm-hmm. Captain. They just found another black quarterback. Yep. Yeah. He's irreplaceable. So.
1: Mm-hmm. He's quiet. You
0: know, I hope he get his money. Me too. I hope, you know, I, honestly, yeah, Lamar, play under the franchise tag for a year or two, protect yourself, and then go to somewhere, because I'm sure there are plenty of teams, like I named Minnesota, but Minnesota, Atlanta, Tampa, whoever, they're, you know, Carolina, you know, depending on what happens with Tua, Miami, you know, depending on what happened, Like Lamar and San Francisco would be ridiculous. I hope not. <laughs> like, hope not. oh, Lamar Jackson, Debo Sand- Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, Christian McCaffrey, uh, George Kittle uh, with that defense? All right. That would be ridiculous. Let's not so just yeah <laughs> like i would just i would sit out if i'm san francisco i'm sitting there biding my time signing contracts that are team friendly because we're going to sign lamar in a year or two
2: but I, think doing and that right. we'll rings. I think all teams are doing that right now because once lamar tweeted out that hey i did a trade it's like basically he's showing their hands like all right he's kind of you know he went out he went out so it's like okay the teams know that, that he wants out it's like okay we got. Saying, so "Why we lowball if we want to?" Because now we know you want to get rid of him. He wants he to
1: want it. out, right? He
2: wants, to, he wants out. So, it's like, all right, we, we lowball you. see so you a uh, round pick or something like that. So, oh no,
1: ain't
0: nobody. I'm saying they yeah. lowball.
2: It, it could if you want.
0: But see, here's the thing: with that non-exclusive, they guarantee two first-round picks.
2: Right, and who so wants to pay that? Honestly,
0: who wants to, or who can? Who wants to? I mean, I mean the offense can do. I'm gonna say this: not do. It if right I'm now. the Colts, Lamar Jackson, Jonathan Taylor, Michael Pittman.
2: I mean people can do it, just choose not to right now. Yeah.
0: Cause they know they're gonna get a shot at them next year or the year after.
2: Man, exactly. So they wait the year out and then that's 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 smart football. But yeah, I think the uh, Cleveland fucked everything up with that contract with Deshaun Watts and that kind of just must the a quarterback market up. and that was I mean it was gonna happen. Somebody was gonna do it. With, Cleveland. But two thirty guarantee to a guy off of all these rape charges, you know, quote they, quote, you know
0: sexual assault allegations. Quote, mm, allegations. Allegations. <laughs> You know, look, Captain touched himself, did what he did. Catch, Captain Cap, yeah, the lotion man. Um, he was out there, the 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 body towel bandit, that part, whatever you wanna call him. I'll make up names for him all day. Cuz we're gonna get paid because Cleveland Cleveland clearly doesn't care. They all they're trying to do is win <laughs> something for once in the last generation.
1: Nah, Cleveland different, definitely didn't care. Like, it was like, look, we're offering, we'll give him whatever he wants. Whatever he wants, we'll give it to him. How many lawsuits you need to get? Like, all right, of them, and my, There's a check for and it. And my thing is, like, like, I mean, Deshaun, like, you knew, you knew you wasn't going nowhere with Cleveland. Right. <laughs> like, you knew. This wasn't even about football, but am I mad at that? No, I'm not mad at no, that. You've been out of football for a while. Go get your money. Yep. Go get your money. Straight up. Go get your money. And I would have that ex- exact mediocre season, too.
2: Duh, I would have
1: look. had the exact mediocre season.
2: Cheesing up and everything. Huh? Cheesing up. Like, huh? I
1: mean, hey. You I know, would have.
2: Look, I'd, have been, I'd <laughs> have been. All right, come on, fellas. i after, after every game. Let's ride. <laughs> to the bank.
1: <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> to the bank. Here we go, fellas. Down, said hunt. Ah,
0: oh, damn. Oh, God. It? <laughs> damn it, Amari. Next
1: time. Next time. Damn it, <laughs> <and> Joku.
0: <laughs> like, damn it. Oh, well. Golly gee, I'm going to just hand it off to Chubb. Here, Nick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <a> here, Nick.
1: <laughs> don't say, <said, "Huh>? yeah. <laughs> let's go. Uh, that, that I would, get would, it. Would, get some money. Yeah. So
0: one thing I want to close out on, because I feel like this is important, and I feel like it affects everyone in New Orleans. There, I don't think there's any person that hasn't been touched by a situation like this. What the fuck are we gonna do about these panhandlers? No. I I you know I work with people with elderly and I work with people who have mental health issues and I work with people who I work with these people every day. These people got money and I ain't never gonna give them a dollar again. I don't care. No. Like, so the reason why I say this. If you ever got off on the Elysian field exit of I-10, you know that's the mm-hmm. same person that'd be right there at the intersection at the light. Hey, and man. Mm-hmm. begging for food.
3: Bruh, I got a story about that dude, man. I was on my way to get on a haircut.
2: He travels? <laughs> no,
3: no, no, he don't. No, I was, I was, because my, my uh, barbershop was in Gentilly. Got off, you know, he right by the light. Dude pulls out his willy and starts to take a piss. And he's staring at every car <laughs> that passed by. And I'm like, what the hell? God like just, just whipped it out and just started pissing. Like it was, he was in the bathroom. Hey, man,
1: I like the dude that's on uh Saint In Tilly, but on the Saint Bernard exit. It's an old white man. He's always at the Saint Bernard exit, uh, off of 610. This old white man, as soon as you exit, he's right there every single time. He's cool. <laughs> I give him no. water,
0: food, He's I never cool. give him
1: water.
0: No. He's, He's cool. cool. I ain't seen him. He's cool. Like, He's cool. No. The dude on Legion Fields, I was over there. I was going somewhere. Cut looking all in my car. I was like, yeah. Dawg, I don't have no cash. I don't carry cash like that. I was like, I don't have nothing. He started pointing at my passenger seat. I'm like, bitch, that's trash. <laughs> you know, like, and if I did if you have you food, I didn't buy me. food for you. <laughs> People got triggered. (laughs) No, I was, I was, I was very aggressive. All of a sudden, I'm like, you could walk your stupid ass across the bridge and go to McDonald's. They're always hiring. McDonald's paying thirteen dollars an hour right now for overnight shifts. you could go get food. They're gonna give you a free meal. You're not gonna be Mm musty. Go get a job. Go do something for yourself, bro. Yeah, it's it's getting real
1: bad right now for merchandising. (laughs) 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 They got got it.
3: They got you ten cities. Uh, like? Go
1: ahead. Uh, St. Charles. I don't like none of the panhandlers on St. Charles. None, none. of them. That's the ones I won't fight. No, I would never get them. fight. I was yes. leaving Eiffel. I won't fight them. I was leaving Eiffel one day. I stopped at the Walgreens, the twenty-four hour Walgreens right there. Got me oh. two big bottles of salt water. Got me some chips. Whatever, whatever. It's just some late night snacks. I get to the light, St. Charles. He's just standing right there. My like, right, man, let me get this dude the water gave him a small water, gave some chips. He was like, "Oh, thank you, man. So the light turns green, I'm pulling off. I look at my rear view mirror. He takes the full bottle of water and smashes it on the ground. Oh, I was pissed. I'm like, motherfucker, that was $4. That was a big <laughs> bottle of smart water. Like, he smashed he the, the water. He the water, too.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Is that the sign? He took the water and just threw
0: it on the ground. ground. I was he threw that I don't know it would be three twenty nine dollars 29 a bottle.
1: He threw it straight on the ground. Son, that's a four-dollar bottle of smoke water. The big one, I was pissed. I said, never again, you bastard, never again. <laughs> you better know, not me. No, no
0: <laughs> the one that get me, the one that be under the bridge in the wheelchair with one foot. Yeah. <laughs> like he be by Barone. my cup. Yeah. Papa John's. He be by the Papa John's. Yeah, the little wine uh-huh. store in the Papa John's. And he, all, he be going in and out of traffic. I'm like bro.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, he,
3: don't he don't care about
1: You don't care, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like yo. He gave me my dollar back one time. <laughs> like I didn't meet the quota or something. I was like, oh here, man, that's all I got. He was like, ah, right, you keep that. I was like, oh shit. They be getting they be getting
2: sex. Fuck bro. I am.
1: Get have y'all, have y'all been to
3: tent city? Y'all seen intensity Tennessee? I've recently center?
1: just seen yeah. it. No, I just seen it. Yeah. Control, i just seen it, yeah. i just seen it yesterday. They got that's pop-up shops control. over there now. <laughs> that's bad.
0: I, I, yeah.
1: There's a I, pop-up I, shop I, now.
0: Look, I said, let me get some opioids. I can
1: set up a pop-up shop, too.
3: Hey, man, you that's, probably that's make a killing. I literally was
1: down there yesterday. That's bad. I saw a table set up. All like, that. Like, for sale. I'm like, hold on, what are they selling? They trafficking? Yeah, like, actually. What are they selling? Yeah. They got a whole you, pop-up shop down there now.
3: You can go down there and make groceries.
1: You can. And it's I'm like buy your bum beads.
3: <laughs>
0: on um you know, and here's the thing. I know homelessness is an issue. I know mental health is an issue.
3: Know- unhoused is the proper term. Huh? Unhoused, the unhoused population. We don't damn. say homelessness anymore. So unhoused.
0: I don't give a damn. I ain't on that proper term. I'm cool with the other one. I'll not say the other one. But <laughs> y'all homeless y'all hobos y'all winos y'all be out here like laying on a land and you lay on the sidewalk not perpendicular but horizontal across the sidewalk where people walk like you be impeding walking traffic like if you're just gonna lay (laughs) on the sidewalk cool lay perpendicular with the sidewalk so you're not in people way. Nah, I'm gonna lay horizontal. Yeah, you you
2: gotta got pass me, up. Yeah.
0: And now you gotta walk past me, you gotta walk over me, you gotta walk in the street. It's too much. Duh. And it's like, way too much. I honestly, I was like, one morning, I'm gonna just go to Aretha Castle Haley and I'm gonna get some of the free food too. Because why should I have to pay for food?
2: <laughs> Asshole. The niggas, why should I have to I'm pay? For food? Anyway. They be
0: out there, they be having biscuits. They Be having a whole two egg meal, bro. Okay, just going for how about
2: this? We on these streets, put your window up, don't make that. My window
1: was up, <laughs> bro. It don't, don't matter, don't make, don't make eye contact. Your window, Not. hey, ma- Marlon,
3: Marlon, you seen my truck, you can't see in it. They still walk up <laughs> straight up. It's like they can see yeah. me, and I know they can't see me.
1: They be having superpowers from <laughs> the, like I.
3: I I look into your soul, I man. They
1: will put their forehead on the, on your glass. They will put their forehead no. on your glass.
2: Well, I've never encountered so many aggressive, homeless people by my car. I never had that problem. So, man, I'm just lucky. That's what happened when you live in a nice neighborhood and you grew up in a nice neighborhood. No, the <laughs> I'm saying, I exit. talking about them. Like I, I see these people. <laughs> I just, I just like, all right, I ain't, I ain't got it. I wave them off. Like, all right, good day. Keep it moving. You know what it is? Rims on you your car, car Molly? We're
1: kind of
2: texting. Shit. You got rims huh?
1: on your car?
3: How about you? Uh, got no rims. On your cool. He
2: ain't
1: no rims. No rims. That's why they don't walk up to your car. Yeah. Justin got this big, shiny, flashy truck.
3: <laughs> right, <laughs> relax. Man,
0: man, relax.
1: Relax. He got my head That's your fault. That's your fault. You we your know call. he got Maddie. my No, relax. I, I see he got, got a suit on.
3: No <laughs> man. My truck looks like everybody else's
1: money.
0: Get him. <laughs> no, it's, it's 10 all black. Nah, they think Justin White. That's
3: what it is. Yes, that's exactly that's, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, <laughs> they think Justin White <laughs> throw down the window. What's up, brother? Like, got oh money. damn. Negro <laughs> <laughs> White, though. Damn it!
0: <laughs> we can't appeal to his emotions.
1: Leave him off. Got the thin blue line on the back we of the off. truck. Like, Come
0: on. Look, they look at me and they, they don't know. They think I work at Brothers or something, bitch. They <laughs> think I got a fucking 12-piece of crispy K- Crunch in the bag of this motherfucker. No, I don't. Leave me alone.
3: <laughs> Leave
0: me alone, please. I ain't got it. Duh, I don't.
1: Oh, you man. You know, you try not to be mean or anything, but it's just like, come on, man.
0: uh it's, it's, it's a on, problem. <laughs> like, I, I was talking to my sister. I was like, you know, the next time somebody asks me for something, I'm gonna be like, what you gonna do for it? I need a dance. I need you to dance right there no, on the corner. Doing, I'm not doing that. No. Dirt, yeah. Man I,
1: people.
0: I said that out of frustration. You're gonna,
1: you gonna go viral and you're gonna get canceled again. You already call these people retarded.
0: You know, maybe I can get Republicans to support me at that point and I can start a GoFundMe. Like they're trying to pay for Trump's legal fees, you know? Oh, God. That I, I'll do that. If I can make a dollar off it, you know, I might as well. That's the American way. Do what you do, brother. What you do. You know what I'm saying? So, well, gentlemen, I appreciate it. B, I appreciate you coming on, sir. I appreciate you sharing your insight to hosting. And it's not just something that anybody can do. You, you It actually takes thought. And and work and skill and more than just having a good personality. Definitely, definitely. Sir, so we, Anytime, we definitely appreciate having you on and taking your time out of your day to spend with us. Uh, gentlemen, y'all got anything else?
2: Uh, for me, uh, thank y'all again for listening to us and supporting our podcast it means a lot. We'll be off next week because of Easter, but we will be back the following week and we have a special guest. I cannot wait for us to uh interview. So yeah, be, we ain't gonna tell it, nobody what it is. It should be popping. It'll be, it should be really good. So stay tuned, y'all. Stay tuned.
1: You mean to tell me you need Easter off?
2: I mean it's the Lord's Day. So, bro, yeah, we're gonna we gonna celebrate Resurrection <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> you, need,
1: um, you need Easter off?
2: Crawfish balls.
0: Crawfish balls. <laughs> I'm gonna so go you mean to
1: tell me. Y'all want this podcast to work, but you can't take an hour out your day to dedicate towards your business.
2: Oh, oh I like that. You know That's what? Not the, we consider that. I like that
3: being nice. <laughs> <laughs> I that. No, no. Nah, that. Nah, nah, nah. I'm off Easter. <laughs>
0: Easter well, <summer>. dang, <laughs> that, that boy I'm I I said I'm finna family the What you not about to do is apply <laughs> <good> the <time.
3: Damn> guilt, <laughs> and, you, a presser, nah, nah. and nah. you apply to I'm gonna get this, this 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 cookout food and call it a day.
0: Yeah, nah, like I'm 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 going out of town. I'm gonna spend the entire day with my kids. And if somebody call me, if it ain't about the Lord or somebody dying, I ain't got nothing to do for you.
2: Well, I did try to be nice. I tried.
0: <laughs> Peer pressure does not apply over here, sir. Yeah. <laughs> so, but look, we appreciate it, man. Thank you so much for taking the time and sharing your insight and your thoughts and you know Peer contributing pressure. to what we're trying to do, sir. We appreciate it. And Ladies and gentlemen, with that being said, that's another one. It's the Daily Dollar Show podcast, and we out. Hey, and that's another episode. Give us a like and follow on Facebook and Instagram at Daily Dollar Show Podcast, and listen to us wherever you listen to your podcasts on Anchor, Spotify,
3: Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and more.
2: RBS.
3: Yes.